Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Super High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Super Steve Grothy. I'm Super Halls. I'm Mode 7 Halls Burkhardt. <laughs> Halls Mode 7 Burkhardt. Man, I am excited today because last week we went over some general stuff about the Super Nintendo, some memories, and we got our first console, our first Super Nintendo, etc., etc. This week we're doing like the deep dive into individual Super Nintendo games and crowning our favorite games. On the Super Nintendo. Favorite games. Maybe we'll have the same favorite one like we did with NES, but I don't know. Possible? Tough to say. So, <laughs> I, I ended the last episode talking about how the Super Nintendo, to me, was the peak of a lot of these franchises we had been introduced to in the 8-bit era. Like, reaching their peak in their ultimate form in 2D. Before then, they would transition later into their 3D versions. And to me, there's no better example of that than Super Mario World. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the game that most people probably played first yes. when they had their systems, you know. And we talked about our initial impressions of it a little bit on the last episode. But, I mean, to me, okay, so looking at the history of Mario, mm-hmm. right? You know, you had the basic one on the Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers. Right. Great game, classic still. Great. Mario 2, which was has a little bit of a storied development a bit the u.s version of mario 2 right right, right. um mario 3 which i feel like was that probably was the best game one of the best games for the nintendo entertainment system i think so the, the peak of gaming i remember really it's thinking my, it might be even my favorite over super mario world just because it was the first time i felt like i was really good at a platformer mm-hmm Super Mario 2 was the first game I ever beat. Listen, you can be honest that Mario 3 is your favorite because, because of the, of the Tanuki, Tanuki suit. suit. Yeah. Bro, look at him. He's watching <laughs> him us. right there, yeah. I got him for Christmas. <laughs> I remember thinking that that was pretty awesome the first time the I saw him. The power-ups, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, okay, in Super Mario 1, you get your star or your one-up mushroom. And then in 3, they add the Tanuki tail right. and the frog suit. And, like, the map that showed you where yep. you were going like on the levels that I thought and that was And then really they cool. were like what if we did that but on meth. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we got Super Mario World. Yeah, to me like I will always like Mario World better 
to I than totally Mario Three, just because like that was the game I got and I played it to death, you know. And it, it like I said before, just the the way the graphics kind of popped, mm-hmm. the the color differences they used was brighter, just looked everything looked better, sharper, clearer, right. you know. Right. Um, the music mm-hmm. in Super Mario yep. World is great. Yoshi, yeah, what a classic. Like, it's weird to think that before that Yoshi didn't exist because mm-hmm. you, Yoshi is so integral to Super Mario now. <clears throat> Just so great. The cape I thought was cool. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Fly around. Um, the variety of worlds is mm-hmm. so cool. It's pretty Just, tough, honestly. It is tough. My wife and I tried to play through it on the Switch <clears throat> retro thing they've mm-hmm. got. And we got to... I think level three, maybe, and mm-hmm. we kind of started petering out, just started losing on the level. It's tough. <laughs> started, couldn't yeah, get through it, it. It's yeah. not a necessarily an easy game. No. Well, well worth the time. I So I definitely played it on the Switch service, but before that, I bought the 3D version on the Nintendo 3DS. So cool. Hmm. I don't think so I ever played cool. that one. I bet that was they have. Yeah. I got that and maybe one of the final fights in 3D. Oh, neat. Yeah, they, ha- they put out a lot of classic games in 3d for the 3ds and and yeah it's a gimmick we talk about how mode 7 is a gimmick but it's a pretty cool fucking gimmick oh hell yeah to be honest final fight is on my list here well we'll, we'll, (laughs) look i have so (laughs) let me there's no way we're going to be able to deep dive on all these games no no (laughs) some of them let me sort of be the guiding star in just a way that i have mine sort of broken up into categories that's a good idea because i didn't do that okay so since we're talking about super mario world Mm -hmm. i figured maybe we talk about some more platformer games cool uh i think we should talk about super mario all-stars okay which was a later game a later pack-in game that was Super Mario 1, 2, Super Mario The Lost Levels, which right. was the Japanese Super Mario 2, and Super Mario 3, <laughs> all remade on one cartridge. People talk about remasters and re-releases like it's some new thing that's just been happening in gaming the last few years. Nah. Nintendo's been doing that sh- shit since back in the day. That's right. Bro. That was they the found a package. another way to sell you those same three games that they continue to find a new way to sell you to this day. And it was a killer fucking package, I thought. I agree. I mean, those are just all classics. Absolute classics. Did you ever... Did you play Super Mario All-Stars? I did, but later when it was... <laughs> emulated yep i think that's when i kind of did too uh did you fuck with the lost levels at all Mm -mm, i did not i kind of see why they didn't release that (laughs) over there because that shit is ridiculously hard it's not fun the japanese version of super mario 2 is for super mario sycophants that are way too good at that game yeah there's there's a level of mario that i just can't touch man i've seen like some of those crazy gifs of people doing like the mario Mario maker Maker levels and it just looks so masochistic to me like, I almost get ulcers watching it, you know? <laughs> so then um, I have Donkey Kong Country on here. Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic one. Fantastic game. Rare really fucking did some phenomenal work on mm-hmm. the Super Nintendo. That one was coming out. I, it's not the end of the Super Nintendo era, but kind of I would I would say it signaled the beginning of the end yeah, of, of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it came out in 94. It was 94. I thought that was 95. No, 94 gotcha, gotcha. for one. And I think that was an annual release because they mm-hmm. got up to... It was. There was like three. Three, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, just the graphics they pulled Ooh. off. Once again, the music. Mm-hmm. 
The so graphics good. were incredible to me back then. Yes. Like, really, really good. And I... what an interesting idea to take Donkey Kong, which previously had been sort of arcade games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., and Donkey Kong 3, and then turn that into its own platform series, but not just make it a clone of Super Mario. Because do you remember you had, like... Um, you know the barrels that would shoot mm-hmm. you, the minecart levels that are pretty tough. Yep, you the had different the, animal pals you could make and shit. You, you there were like, was it letters that you had to find yeah, on? I on think the it level? was rare. R A R A R E. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and it would give you like extra lives and stuff yeah. like that. I loved that. <laughs> um, so those I wanted to bring up absolutely as yeah. sort of iterations <clears throat> of eight bit games that then sort of peaked. I don't think you can talk about an, a series that started in eight bit and then to me reached one of its apex not that there hasn't been good games or maybe even better games super metroid oh yeah i mean is the this considered like a platformer i guess to an well, extent I, I, it's it, this one I, I see where you're going i see it. yeah you know it's got a it's got that edge there's to it as i've well, got but. some weird shit under platformers because i never played shit like joe and mac right or, right, right right yeah same yeah. no super metroid is I mean, if I'm going to gush about any game, that's the one. Like, yeah. that's that's undeniably one of my favorite games of all time. The fucking sprite work and how smooth that is. And, like, you know, I never played the original Metroid when I was a kid. It was much later when I finally gave it a try. And I can see the seeds of a really cool game. And not that I don't enjoy it, but it's right. way primitive mm-hmm. for that type of game. To me, Super Metroid is the dawn of metroidvania yes mm-hmm. i think super metroid goes on to inspire symphony of, symphony of the night and then you combine those two games and you get the metroidvania genre right. genre which i enjoy <laughs> personally i like yeah, that genre me too so uh what a cool game like all the alternate paths and hidden shit you can find the music is Incredible. one of the best soundtracks on that on the super nintendo um or games in general still i think it holds up i do too and just to think of how much it inspired from them, like, I think you got to give it its due. Like, not saying maybe the Metroid Prime games aren't better. I I don't think so, but I haven't played them all. Mm, yeah. um, not to say, like, something like Metroid Fusion or Dread may be better. I've never played those, but... <sighs> I really want to play Dread. Me too. Um, I really liked the the um, villains in Metroid as well, real Ridley, Ridley and Craid and Mother Brain, and I thought the story was really good and mm-hmm. worked on like an emotional level, mm-hmm. you know, with the little baby Metroid. Spoilers, sorry. Well, this is no, guys. You're gonna have to <laughs> I'm expect kidding. some I'm light kidding. spoilers. Um, talking <laughs> about these games because so much. This is, shit. this is another thing that the transition from Nintendo to Super Nintendo is really when it was also due to my age but when i started p- paying attention to and appreciating console video game stories mm-hmm. yeah you know i would get good stories in pc games or funny stories in pc games if i'm playing a space quest you know this is when to me i've really started to view video games more than just like cuz tell me unless you run into a game like, if you're just sitting at home with your collection of Super Nintendo games, you might pop in Mario and play it for a little bit and then be like, fuck, I feel like playing Donkey Kong or whatever. You know what I mean? It was sort of a in and out type mm-hmm. of deal. Mm-hmm. But this is when I really started like being like, oh, you can sink 
time into these games. Oh yeah. Um, and really dig digging the story and like character development, like appreciating video game writing for the first time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was this era of video games, specifically the Super Nintendo, maybe more than the Genesis. The Genesis for me was always more of an arcadey system. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad thing. No, There's great, you know, great, great stuff to be mm-hmm. played there. <clears throat> um, another game I wanted to bring up: Mega Man X. So I didn't play any of the Mega Mans on the Super Nintendo. I love Mega Man, but I'm more of the NES. Oh, I'm the opposite, where I could never, probably because of my age, could never really get far in a Mega Man <sighs> game. Difficult. They are difficult. Not that Mega Man X isn't. They're mm-hmm. difficult too. But by the time I rented Mega Man X for the first time, first off. I think the Mega Man X design is fucking killer. The, the the and once again, the sprite work, the music, all of that, it being even sort of further in the future and shit. Mm-hmm. Man, did it grab my attention. And I am more of a Mega Man X guy than a Mega Man guy. Cool. Um really cool games. I love that there's like armor pieces hidden in all the levels so your guy would look even cool and more mm-hmm. anime and shit as you go through. Yeah, I mean that's that's the the old idea of, of Mega Man, he just keeps taking his opponent's powers and yeah. becomes stronger. I always love that. <laughs> well, uh, besides that, there's also his armor upgrades mm-hmm. you can find. So there's an even more sort of upgrade system a bit. In the right. Next game. You see more of, a, more of the immediacy on the character. Um, you fuck with Contra 3 Alien oh, yeah, it's Wars? On my list, okay, yeah. okay. Let yeah. me know what you think about Contra 3. Oh, I love Contra 3. That was one of the games that I rented early on when I had a, a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and would have my buddies over to play. You know, it was two-player, but just trade-off. Yeah. You know, next game, whatever, just see if we can beat it. Okay, so the original Contra on NES may be my favorite one for nostalgic reasons. I think Contra 3 Alien Wars is the best Contra I game. do, too. I mean, again, it's just... <clears throat> Contra, but better. Gorgeous. Like, good graphics. You know, they add things like the ability to grab, like you ha- could grab over your head, grab poles and shit, pipes mm-hmm. over your head, and move that way. Great, great graphics. Boss fights look yeah. bananas on that, that game. That first one, I'll always remember the thing coming out of the wall. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was <clears throat> a very cool game. Fun action game. <clears throat> what about Zombies Ate My Neighbors? You ever fuck with that game? I remember it, but I... I I didn't play that one very much. I never owned it. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games. I rented a lot, but didn't right. have a lot based on when I got it. Um, I think it's a pretty good game. So in that vein, I would say the game that I enjoyed was a game called Total Carnage. I never played that. What is Total Carnage? It was the sequel to a game called Smash TV, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. kind of like a twin stick shooter. I guess it was it was a twin stick shooter. And it was just, you know, you were on a game show and you were you would go from room to room that had kind of a map and yep. eventually fight bosses, bullet hell kind of deal. Smash shit. Exactly. Hence the yeah. name pick up money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All the while there's a uh a game show host yelling stuff at you, which is pretty fun. Total yep. Carnage was I think more of like them trying to do a ser- more serious story. It was fun. I dug I've that game. Never played that. I-, I would check that out for sure. <laughs> um what about um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Four? Can we go there? Hold on, we wait. I want to. I've got a whole beat 'em up section. Okay, prepared. okay, yeah, that's a good. That's a good idea. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. there are some killer beat 'em ups. Yeah, I there, feel like there are some good ones. Um, we, yes, we are going to talk about that game. <laughs> good. Uh, 
Super Castlevania 4. That, yeah, that's definitely on the list. Uh, once again, I like Bloodlines on the Genesis better than the two, but you cannot take away how cool Super Castlevania 4 is with the eight-way whip movement. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a remake of the first game, which is why it's I okay. like the Genesis one better. But mm-hmm. it, the And the way they would have the rotating rooms and shit in it, Mode seven. Mode seven, baby. <laughs> I loved the. I loved it as well, and uh, that was a rental for me. I've rented it several weekends. I remember. Yeah. You know. Once again, a rental never owned it. Yeah. Um, I I was always a fan of the Castlevania series, even even the like second one, Simon's Quest mm-hmm. or whatever, which I think was kind of a little little hit or miss with the fans. Oh, so obtuse that game. Yeah. Figuring out what you're supposed to do, and. I'll tell you this. You play uh, Castlevania 2 with a guide or a walkthrough, and it's a really good game. Yeah. Without a guide or a walkthrough, it is like trying to decipher Klingon. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on sometimes. That's amazing. Um, throw another game out at me. What you got on your list? Let's see. Uh, I liked the Prince of Persia games. Now, these were like PC remakes mm-hmm. of the of the games, but I dug them. And the, the sequel to The Shadow and the Flame. Yeah, they were ports from the pc mm-hmm. version but decent little ports i thought for those good games. ports yeah because i hadn't for whatever reason i wasn't able to get them on pc at the time so enjoyed um, those what else you got you got your list laid out before you try to stay away from rpgs or beat-em-ups and fighting games because i have those sort of cordoned off for i got you yeah yeah i mean zelda what a zelda Let's link to the past it. okay um arguably to me the best zelda game I have... There's been a lot of good entries. So, to me, my top three Zeldas, in no particular order, are A Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, and Breath Breath of the Wild. Wild, Before Breath of the Wild came out, um, Wind Waker would have been on there. Uh, A Link to the Past is so fucking cool. Once again, think of how simple, and not in a bad way, the stories of Zelda 1 and 2 were. And then they come out to the, they come out with a link to the past and introduce like, basically time travel right and shit to it, mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous once again. Like, there's just these games look like lush and beautiful, and I love sprite artwork as it is. Mm-hmm. And man, it is hard to beat sprite artwork on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. But for a certain style of game. Man, the Super Nintendo really kicks ass. Yeah, and that one particularly, I remember looking great and playing great, just being a joy from beginning to end. You know, those yeah. little puzzles. And once again, one I never owned, I rented and played a good bit. And you know how you would go and rent a game, right? And some jackass's save file will be on the cartridge. So I go, <laughs> and there's a kid. His name was Mike. I remember because you could put your name in. I always just did Link, because that's what his name's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and going in, and he was right at the Ganon fight. And he had, like, uh, a few fairy jars with the fairies in them that would resurrect you and shit. And so, like, I was able to beat... I didn't beat the game, but I finished the game, <laughs> if you know what I mean, because of this kid's st- save nice, file. Nice. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, Mike, if you lived in Columbus, Mississippi, and you remember doing that, hit us up, hypotionpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, okay, how about the Super Star Wars games? Oh, Steve. Now, I've, I've played maybe the first two, and I didn't get very far in either of them. 
They were rentals. Both. They were. Hard. They were super they're hard. So hard, but they're so beautiful. They were cool. Yeah, the sounds were great. This like the music, the sounds are great. Super Star Wars is what finally made me want uh, a Super Nintendo, and it took me thinking about it probably a couple of years because I would have seen Super Star Wars around the time it came out in '92, and then didn't get a Ninten- Super Nintendo until '94. So I saved for a while, and there were probably some instances where I was like. I can take 10 bucks out of my savings and go to the comic book store, buy some Fleer X-Men cards. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? That won't set me too back. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, this money doesn't get spent on anything but the Super Nintendo. <clears throat> um, But yeah, man, I love the Super Star Wars games and they're hard and I wish they were easier to play now. So, for instance, you can get Super Star Wars on PlayStation 4. Right. And it plays really well. I've played it not that long ago. Um, I'm way better at Super Star Wars now than I was back then. Um, and um, they're so great. You know, they're one so thing... so good, but hard. <clears throat> I've seen done via emulation, maybe, is giving people the ability to, during these retro games when you die to just immediately be able to rewind you can do that in the playstation 4 super star wars cool they're safe states as well cool cool so that would help i think yeah well yeah. and you know super star wars is sort of about memorization memorizing the levels so if you've got them if you've rented them that's not the easiest thing to do but if you are halls burkhart on a friday night in 1994 95 <laughs> with super empire strikes back trying to get to see your boy Boba Fett in that boss battle, you'll memorize some levels. (laughs) The other thing was it used a password system. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if it was Nintendo Power or what. Had to be. Had the passwords in there one time, and I wrote them down on my arm (laughs) in the Barnes & Noble or whatever, Books a Million I was in. Um, So And then like got them home and had to transcribe them on paper. Just so I could skip levels and shit. Amazing. Oh. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I love the Super Star Wars games. And I think not just Super Star Wars, but Star Wars gaming in the earlier 90s doesn't get enough credit for keeping the Star Wars flame alive. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of credit is given to the EU novels, as it should be. But there were some Star Wars games that came out in that period before the special editions before the prequels when there wasn't a lot of Star Wars stuff out that sort of kept Star Wars going for at least people that played games. And so it was a huge deal yeah. to have those three games. I never owned anything but Empire Strikes Back. Because once again, by the time I had gotten my Super Nintendo, you good luck finding a copy of Super Star Wars. You know what I mean? It, it had been out for two years Stores may or may not have it, and I just never found one for sale. I rented it. <clears throat> there was no eBay or a GameStop.com or Amazon to go on and order it from. Right. <laughs> um, what about, let me let me throw a little something at you. Yeah. Did you ever fuck with, what was your sports game experience? Oh, okay. I, well, okay. So I definitely played a little bit of football, but not a lot. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt like I enjoyed the Genesis more for mm-hmm. football, but I did play a lot of NBA Jam. NBA Jam <laughs> is, and what? the and the sequel NBA Jam Tournament Edition. 
yep. played the hell out of both of those. So good. I loved those. Um, for me, the Genesis was always the sports console. Mm-hmm. Like on the Genesis, I played Madden. I played NHL. I don't remember playing any of those more like sim almost type sports games. I played the arcadey shit on Super Nintendo. I did NBA play Jam. the NBA Bulls versus Blazers game, which uh-huh. came, which was basically like a simulation game. But mm-hmm. I loved that game. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. You know, it had you could do like signature moves with some players, which nice. with Jordan and stuff like that. It was it was a pretty good basketball game for that time. I remember. Yeah, playing because that. correct me if I'm wrong. No Jordan in NBA Jam, right? Was he in NBA Jam? Maybe in Tournament Edition, but not the right. original yeah, one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, for me... You could only be like Scottie Pippen and Tony Kukoc, which... <laughs> Kukoc. The only... For me, in NBA Jam, I played the Lakers because of motherfucking Vladi Divac. Right. And that's where the love... Well, it was before that, because my family were big Lakers fans. And they were all about like... You know, the players and shit. And I was like, I like Vladi Divac. I just liked his name. <laughs> he sounded like Dracula to me for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, I like that guy. Um, What about... Did you ever play Mega Man Soccer? No, the I never did. the only sports mm-hmm. game. Weird game, but I liked it. I That was a game that a kid had in Boy Scouts that we played at one of those campouts. Was Mega Man Soccer. Never owned it. Cool. Um... Did you ever fu- uh, fuck with any of the ghosts or the gross-out games, Earthworm Jim or Boogerman? Oh, I played Earthworm Jim. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Earthworm Jim. Yeah, it's okay. it's okay. It's fine. But if I was to, you know, sit down to play Super Nintendo today, I don't know the Earthworm Jim would even make it into the mix initially. I feel like that studio had another game called MDK, which I remember. MDK playing is on. Bioware. It's Bioware? Is it not? I mean, it possibly could. I maybe feel like MDK two was Bioware. Maybe so. I feel like the the initial version of that felt a lot like Earthworm Jim to me. Um, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, great game. You know, uh, Hard tough as, as hell. Fuck. Yeah, tough as hell. Played Ghosts and Goblins on the NES. You know, so yeah. of course I loved Super Ghouls and Ghosts. It being way closer to the arcade version than the one on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I loved that that game. Like, I just, buddy, I fucking loved like. The guy, the little night guy, and that he gets knocked down to his little <laughs> underpants. gets flying off. And, yeah. like, you know, but they're so fucking hard. They are very they are difficult. Very yeah. difficult. Um, speaking of games that we, it, you maybe you bought this trilogy on the Super Nintendo, and then they were like, hey, you want to try to buy it again? <laughs> Ninja Gaiden trilogy. Gaiden trilogy. Definitely played the tri- yeah. that trilogy release. Yeah. Cause, Beautiful. Yeah. Really nice package. I, I was bad at that game i wasn't oh, it was tough too. very tough i'm not claiming to be good at many of these yeah <laughs> <laughs> um because you this is still when you would like this is still when you could get a really hard game as a kid and be like what have i done right super yeah. star wars being a good example of that as that's well, why rental hard. rental was so important back yep. then you know yep what about um star fox that doesn't so, fit in, in a in a, in a hole so yeah i Star Fox is one of those games that you go back now and you play because I've played it on the Switch thing, and man, does it feel like I'm watching cave paintings? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I know, right? But at the time, but it the was like time, holy shit! I, I well, okay, man. Like, let's spell it out. You're flying around in a cool spaceship. There's anthropomorphic talking animals. Mm-hmm. You're a fox, <laughs> Kitsune. It was made for a dude like me. 
man, it was a fun game. I remember really being impressed. Again, storytelling in the game yeah. done yeah. very well. And, and like the, how they would talk to you, like your wingmates would talk to you, and they were branching paths yep, and yep, shit. Yeah. So awesome. fucking cool. The man. bosses were cool, like rear up in the distance and stuff. Um, I'm going to watch a Let's Play of that. How you. weird that they had basically a full sequel developed and ready that never released. Yeah. You know, you can get the Super Nintendo Mini, and it's got Star Fox 2 on it now, which I think was its first uh, official release. For years, that just sort of floated around the right, emulation our... black market, and you could play it. Now but... that you mention it, I do remember that being a big deal when that came and out. You know yeah. what? It might be on the Switch thing, too, now, Star cool. Fox 2. Um, my favorite Star Fox game, this should... 64? Yeah, I was, I was gonna about say. to say. That's maybe... a good version, though. I remember playing that in college and, and liking that a yeah. lot, too. It came with the Rumble Pack. Yeah, the Rumble Pack, bro. Yeah, and that was actually one of the games that I felt was actually good for that stupid controller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You want to... All right, let's do it. Let's break the seal Come on, on beat-em-ups. Beat-em-ups. You know which okay. one we're talking about last, because you already mentioned it. Oh, yeah. But I just had some I wanted to bring it up. Because we're not the, talking about fighting games, we're talking about side scroll beat 'em ups. Beat em ups. Okay. Which I feel like the Genesis and Super Nintendo era is the golden age. Pretty of good beat em ups. for it. Yeah, I agree. And we talked a lot about it in the Genesis, but there are some fucking fire ones to be had here. Um did you ever play Battletoads and Battle Maniacs? Yes. That's the best Battletoads game. Loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It's I want to not say I beat that game. It's not as Oh, I definitely beat that game. Yeah, because uh, with they, somebody else. They, me too. Yep. They peeled back way back on the difficulty after yeah. I think they got a big pushback. Yeah, the first one. Uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon didn't play that one. The crossover, mm-hmm. buddy. You know I love a, a good. These universes don't match, <laughs> but they cross over event. Battletoads and Double Dragon also pretty good. We also had this fucking awesome era during this when we would get these big comic book storylines that then they would adapt into video games. It wasn't a movie adaptation. It was an ad- adaptation of a specific storyline in a comic. Death and Return of Superman on the Super Nintendo. I love that beat-em-up. I don't even know that it's good. I never played it. It was... So you know the whole storyline of Superman dying. Mm-hmm. I do the, remember the, that. being The four people showing up. There was Steel. Mm-hmm. There was... Cyborg Superman, there's the Eradicator, Superboy, so on and so forth. It's that. It's that whole storyline. Um, and then there were two Spider-Man games. Your boy finally got to play a couple of decent Spider-Man games for the first time in his life. And that was <laughs> finally Sp- Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage, which was an adaptation of that comic storyline. I remember that coming out, but I never played any of these either. bright red cart. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. Wolf. And then it had its own sort of little sequel, Spider-Man and Venom Separation Anxiety, which was more of an adaptation of the Venom Lethal Protector storyline. Cool. Oh, I just flexed them comic nuts. <laughs> Come at me, Tom Chansky! <laughs> just kidding. Um, all of those... I, look, I, once again, I didn't go and look to see what the reception of those games are. Doesn't matter. It to me, matter. in my yeah. mind, I may never play those three games again. Because I don't want the nostalgia to be tarnished, but I loved those three beat em ups. You got some beat em ups going? Oh, yeah. Well, list? I mean, Final Fight, we could talk about Final Fight. That was a good one. I mean, kind of a bummer because no guy. And no two player in the first no one. No two player, which was really kind of 
should disqualify this from even being yeah, in the conversation. That's why <laughs> I don't like Final Fight as much as Streets of Rage. Now, right. Final Fight 2 and 3, mm-hmm. when they added two-player and added more characters and didn't better. split it between Final Fight and Final Fight Guy, those are good. They're right. very good. Yeah, because Guy was honestly the coolest one to me. Well, I like Hagar. Mike Hagar is my dude. and He's cool, too. Couldn't play him at all in one. <laughs> they didn't do a Final Fight Mike Hagar. Hey, he was in the first one, right? It was Cody and Mike Hagar. You could pick between the two of oh, them. Oh, I think you're right. But, but you just yeah, couldn't no guy. play two-player. Couldn't That's play right. two-player, yeah, no guy. That's right. I am an idiot. A fatal. No, you're not. Um, fatal flaw of that game, for sure. Those, I love those. But I do love them, yeah. Um, d- did The Simpsons release for, for the Super Nintendo? You know, this is a weird Mandela effect where people think that The Simpsons Arcade released, and it didn't. Didn't. And it's weird, right? Because this is such an awesome time for beat-em-ups in arcade and mm-hmm. on console. And right. And, like... You do get things that are showing up in arcade, and then you'll get them in console. No, right? Because like I've got on my list another game that I definitely played a lot of. Rental, I rented it a couple of times, and it's The Simpsons: Bart's Nightmare. Do you remember right. that one? I do. I played that a lot. But that is more of but that's, that's a that's, bit of a sort of a platformy adventure. Yeah, puzzle like game several almost? different yeah. kinds of games, yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. But that's what when I saw it on my list, it made me wonder if the other no, one, the beat 'em up, ever enough. did. Um, I like Super Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best Double Dragon game. Yeah, I never. Um, I don't know if I ever played Super Double Dragon. It's good. I, you know, I played a lot of the Double Dragons on the NES, but I don't think I Once followed again, it to the SNES. For nostalgic purposes, I think two is my favorite, but Super Double Dragon's probably the best. Right. Um, Do you remember a game called the Comba Tribes? No. What? That was a beat 'em up. It was in the arcades as well. It came out for the Super Nintendo. Just kind of like, I can't think of the company who made it, but just another kind of generic beat em up was it good sprite base is okay all yeah. right i want to bring up one that i don't know that many people talk about and that's knights of the round oh i love knights of the round Whoa, that, yeah that's a cool game sorry is that capcom uh, maybe i think it is but i, I might wonder be if wrong. it's on that capcom beat em up Ooh, collection that'd be that cool when look into that it's been a while since i played that game but i um, liked it yeah i love arthurian shit i loved that movie excalibur when i was a kid mm-hmm. and uh Knights of the Round, like, hit all of that. And I thought it was cool. You could play as who you could play as Arthur, Lancelot, and Percival. I think so. I think that was your three playable characters, at least at home. That was a game I rented probably way more times than I should have. Just because I loved it. Oh, it's yeah. It's a beautiful we, game. It's a, it, I love that. Um, yeah, Capcom, 91. Um, I nice. love that that setting. I was a fan of the movie Excalibur, so yeah, that's what I was know, saying. It just I just worked love for me. Excalibur plus Capcom. Capcom kind of was always good at that kind of game. I mm-hmm. feel like they you were. Know, it's kind of their wheelhouse <laughs> back um, then. So let's talk about it. The best beat 'em up game on the system. Oh yeah, Ninja Turtles, Turtles 4. Four, Turtles in mm-hmm. Time. Yep, that is such a good game yeah man it's it's really good that now that this is the one that was like the redo of the arcade there was an arcade version of this yeah there was the original turtles arcade which then came out as ninja turtles 2 arcade on nes nes right and then i think the next arcade game came out was turtles in time which was turned into to the super nintendo game yep. yeah and, and it had the I remember going to school and thinking all I could think about was getting home to play that game. Oh my 
day after day. Dude. Me and my friend would run home and just play through it again or whatever. And know. buddy, do you remember when they did the remake version on Summer of Arcade? Mm-hmm. I had trouble sleeping the night before it came out. That's how excited I <laughs> That's was. It's awesome, for that man. Game. No, that game was really fun. I've I just good memories. Love that game. That's why I'm so excited for Shredder's Revenge. Mm-hmm. If Shredder's Revenge can give me just the tight, <laughs> this tiniest little <laughs> sniff of Turtles in Time greatness, I'll be a happy boy. Me too. I mean, I remember me and my friends used to walk uh, just about a mile or two down from our houses, excuse me, to a pool hall that, you know, we, they let juveniles in there all the time, whatever. But we would just go in there and play that they had that four player game. Ooh. So we would go there on a weekend with a couple of bucks and just mm-hmm. whenever somebody died, here's a here, here's a quarter, come back, you know, yep. play. And we would just get through it. And oh, that's, that's some fun memories for me. And then being able to do it at home whenever I wanted to. So great. To me, and there was nothing better as a kid. So, you know, most of my memory of that game is about the home version. And when you look at it, the home version doesn't look quite as good as the arcade. That's okay. But it did not matter no. one bit. It looked close enough. It yep. was the same thing with Street Fighter. Like, it's is it perfect carbon copy of the arcade? No, no but, it, but it's, it's close. darn close. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I really love that game. Like I said, it's my favorite beat 'em up on the system. A system that has quite a few really good ones. Mm-hmm. Beat 'em up was always a risky purchase for me. Mm-hmm. Or like I said, a risky game to put on my Christmas game, like take up a Christmas gift spot or a birthday gift because they could be really hard and you only can get like through two or three levels and you never see the end of the game. Or they could be really easy, and you could beat that shit and be like, uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so a lot of my game or beat-em-up games were rentals. Yeah, and that's fair. No, I, I owned that one, uh, Turtles in Time. But I didn't own a ton of the other ones. Final Fight was definitely rental. Mm-hmm. Combat Tribes, rental. Pit Fighter. You, you never played Pit I never Fighter. I fucked with Pit Fighter. Yeah, another rental. Um, okay, so... W- what was your favorite beat up on the Genesis? Streets of Rage 2? Mm-hmm. What do you like better, Streets of Rage 2 or Turtles in Time? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> I don't know. It's, a, it's uh. a gaming podcast. Because <laughs> I'll tell you my personal preference would be, and it's close, but I would go with Streets of Rage 2 personally. I think it might be Streets of Rage 2 mm-hmm. as well, but it's close. It like, is very close. I feel know, like the Genesis had the edge on Super Nintendo for beat ups but it was close. By the time... I was playing Turtles in Time on uh, my Super Nintendo. I probably would have rented it. It probably would have been an early rental in mm-hmm. 94, 95. So I would have been 11 or 12. And it wasn't that I didn't still like the Turtles. But this was a little bit of time past my crazy Turtles right. hype. Mm-hmm. You know, so had had I been playing that game in 89, 90 or whatever, when I was hardcore the most into the Turtles, a little kid... Buddy, it might be my favorite game of all time. Yeah, bet. Would, you know what I mean? That would have been the time when the NES version was of Ninja right. Turtles. And which is brutally difficult. And, 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 you know, it does a good enough job of adapting that. Uh, I mean, Turtles 2 arcade does a good enough job of adapting that first Turtles arcade game. But it's not great. Right. So um, let's talk fighting games. Okay. Look, we did a whole episode on Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. I don't know that we need to go any more in depth. No. Those are the the two 
two kings. That's right. Ruling either side of the land when it comes to fighting games. But that doesn't mean there weren't other neat fighting games to be had and mm-hmm. played. And also some really bad ones. Yeah. The next one that comes to mind for me is Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct, definitely one I had because I adored the arcade version. I was good at the arcade version. Guaranteed you could not beat me. Not you. I'm talking to anybody listening. I could could not beat me at Killer Instinct You know what I'm telling you right now? Killer Instinct is a game I love and have never been able to really grasp for some reason. For some reason, I was able to put the paper, rock, scissors system in my head and it played so much of it that I knew when to use every combo breaker. Right. So it's tough to beat. But that's the problem with games like that is that there's a skill ceiling almost, you know. But the Super Nintendo version of this game to me, wasn't nearly as good as the arcade. It, but it hung in there. It did its best. Yeah. I don't think we got a decent sort of version until the 64 right. era. But the, the Killer Instinct 2 that came out on 64, I thought was really good. Killer Instinct Gold. Yeah, you know. that's yep. right. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I we played it a lot because we loved Killer Instinct, but not my favorite fighting game on the system. No. Um did you ever play Clay Fighter? I did. I have it on my list. Not that I, not to be on the list is like my favorite game. What but... is your feeling of Clay Fighter? Uh, you know, I thought that it was, it had a little bit of charm to it in that That's, they were, yeah. were kind of trying to, to rip off. Some... What was the name of the second one? Wasn't it like, it was a, it was a total rip off of something else like it Judgment sure Day or something like yeah. that. I can't remember. Judgment Clay? Something like was that. It, maybe. It was some pun. <laughs> something I like remember. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember seeing Clay Fighter in video game magazine ads and being like, oh, that's going to fucking rule. <laughs> I love stop motion animation as a kid. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then renting it and being like all sweaty and gross and excited <laughs> to get home and pop it in and being like, oh, I wasted my weekend rental. That's uh, the worst, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't, I don't have much love for Clay Fighter. Do you remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fighting game? Tournament Fighters. Tournament Fighters. Pretty good. Yeah, I played it. I remember Blockbuster had a video game competition one summer where you had to come in every, once for three weeks straight to play a game and post your high score. And if you won, you would win like a big prize. Right. And one of, one of the games was, was Tournament Fighter. Tournament Fighter. I remember yep. this. And uh, I remember figuring out a strategy. I can't remember. I think it was with Raphael, though, where you could do like a drill move. Mm-hmm. And you could lock the the other guy and then throw him. Uh-huh. And so that was my strategy. And I remember this other kid who was there watching me do it, um, a kid named Johnny Tatum. I'll never forget his name. He he was like the guy at fighting games. And I remember uh, he posted the high score. And I was like, oh, yeah, how'd you do it? And he goes, oh, I used the drill strategy, but good. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> he was like that, yeah. What a douche. Fuck you, Johnny Tatum. <laughs> and if you got a problem with that, email us at highpotionpod at gmail.com. I slapped um, him down in Killer Instinct, though. Late I like to hear later, that. So. Liking to hear that. Um, you know what game I did like? Saturday Night Ooh, Slam. Oh, this is a Masters. favorite of mine. I love this game so much. Uh, this was a great one. It I, was like a cap. It was Capcom's wrestling game. Yep. So where it kind of mixed a wrestling video game with Capcom and Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And like Hagar was a. That was my dude in yep. Saturday Night he was Slam good. Masters. I used to just waste afternoons just in my head, like doing head cannon. Uh-huh. Like, oh man, the because st- I was really into wrestling back then too, and right. just like thinking of the stories they were cutting on each other behind the stage. You want to hear a funny? <laughs> so, did you ever have that kid in your class or in your neighborhood that was like the big time liar? 
that would tell oh, you yeah. shit. Uh-huh. He, I had this kid, and he was, surprise, surprise, in the Boy Scouts, uh, who told me that they were going to be, he heard that they were going to be bringing Mike Hagar into the WWF. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what now? I mean, honestly, if they if Vince McMahon bought like the licensing rights to Mike Hagar and just had some dude come out dressed like him, I would have popped. I would have too. That's <laughs> you know, that's what I assume he meant. Not yeah. like you know, there's a real Mike. You know what I mean? Right. But I just remember being like, when is it, when is it happening? So I can tune in. Yeah, I would like to see that. I'm watching that. <laughs> yeah, man, I love Saturday Night Slam Masters. Love the arcade. Love the home version. Mm-hmm. What a good game. Yeah, good times, man. I used to really just play that one a ton. <clears throat> Do you have any other fighting games? I'm looking through mine. Those are really the only ones that jump out. Obviously, not talking about uh, uh, Mortal Kombat or, or Street Fighter. I did have WWF Royal Rumble on here. Like, I didn't play a ton of the wrestling games on but the I Super figured, Nintendo. I feel like that's the first time I played a decent wrestling. That was a game. good one. I thought, yeah, because on the NES and stuff, they were a little janky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did like pro wrestling on the old Nintendo Entertainment System, but yeah. even that, come on, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to bring up, uh, it's not necessarily a fighting game, Super Punch-Out. Oh, yeah, I had it on my list. I was wondering um, when we would bring that. I probably missed my shot during the sports games. But... I don't like it as much as Mike Tyson's Me neither. Out. It's not even close no. to me. Like, but it is very good. Mike Tyson is a 10 out of 10. I would say Super Punch-Out's a 7 of 10. I would maybe even give it like an 8 on a really good day. That's like, fair. I do like the fact that there's a lot more mm-hmm. opponents. You know, uh, it just doesn't have that same juice that Mike Tyson's no, Punch Out has. It for felt me. like more of a puzzle game to me. Yeah. Like once you figured out the guys, it was less about the reflexes. And definitely not as hard as no. Mike Tyson. Mm-mm. I beat Super Punch Out no problem in a weekend. <laughs> um Okay, I want to bring up some little sort of one off games before we get into RPGs. And then we'll finish up with RPGs and crown our name. Okay. Or crown our our, our winner. Um flashback. Um, I never played Flashback. Well, I played it on my friend's Sega Genesis, but I'm glad you brought that up because I discovered Out of This World on the Super Nintendo. I'm backwards. I played Out of This World on the Genesis and Flashback on the Super Nintendo. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Out of This World was, I played that first and I remember being super excited for Flashback because of that same studio. But I remember thinking, oh it's really hard and yeah this is a little bit more of an action element and flashback to mm-hmm. guns and stuff yeah. were you able to get very far in it in flashback yeah no <laughs> i beat out of this world i Me owned too. out of this mm-hmm. world on the sega genesis and beat it flashback's hard flashback's very difficult yeah, yeah. and i beat that's so world. cool mm-hmm. um graphic style was great <laughs> back then mm-hmm. i loved that um so we talked about that 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 we talked about the beat-em-ups i had a game that called clock tower do you remember clock tower oh no, what is that it's kind of a survival horror game like oh. kind of before yeah and you were like kind of trying to escape a killer i remember that being pretty intrigued with that back in the day um it had a real kind of gory scene where somebody got decapitated by like a clock hand yeah was, oh shit yeah it's pretty edgy fuck me up fam <laughs> um act razor Got a rec- Razor is it, a fucking cool game. It doesn't hold up so much in retrospect, but I loved it at the I time. I know that it doesn't. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it does. But I, explain I remember it to folks. What? Because it's, it's it's hard to even remember it to what to explain. But it's a combo. It tried to be a combination uh-huh. game, right? Like an, a side-scrolling action game. Were you? 
kind of play God. Play a little God, little God powers. Yeah. yeah. And you had to go suppress the the monsters of the land and then you would it would switch over into kind of like a world building yeah town uh, uh, village building right. simulator uh-huh. type thing i don't know man i think act razors fuck it was cool. a cool idea yeah. tons of mode seven holy shit oh, you know, yeah. overdosed on mode seven in that um let me see what else did i have on here that was like kind of out of the pockets let's see i think we probably hit most of them yeah yeah, well, yeah, I think we've we're gone good. through a lot of my list minus the RPGs. Yeah, I think I think we're good to move on to RPGs unless you've got some other some other ones. Um, so, to me, the Super Nintendo is the dawn. Oh. We have to talk about Super Mario Kart really quick. Oh my god! Oh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> you really Super Mario Kart F Zero, whatever. Yeah, but Mario Kart for sure. <laughs> What an amazing concept. This is also where I feel like Nintendo started doing some sort of off-the-wall shit with their Mario mm-hmm. license. Like, you know, we'll talk about it. Super Mario RPG, Mario Kart, and things like that. Mario Kart is the beginning such a of, genius move. Yeah, the beginning of a behemoth. A genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, the kart racing genre, right? Mm-hmm. And once again, I don't think... I think Super Nintendo's Super Mario Kart is fun. There's fun to be had, but man, 64 <laughs> is where it's at. Now, see, I do agree that the 64 is great, and I had hours and hours and hours of fun playing that with my friends in college, but I loved the Super Nintendo Mario Kart. I used to, Lauren and I played it, my sister, all the time. It was, you know, not hard for other people to play. Right. Like, you know, it's yeah. kind of geared towards everybody. You could start on like that one star level. Yeah. It was easy. Oh, I'm not hating on it. Oh, no, I'm just saying like at the time I was just like, this is the coolest thing. I'd spent hours playing that. And I remember game. being spe- skeptical of that Me game too. first hearing about it. I got it for my birthday. I remember now. And I was like, huh, cool, cool question mark. Yeah. I mean, and I then playing it and being like, fuck. Yeah. yeah cool. Like, oh, y'all knocked it out of the park. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. No, just loving that game so much. Tons of fun. What a good game. Um, so to me, the dawn of the golden age of RPGs, especially console RPGs and JRPGs, begins with the Super Nintendo. Not to say that you know Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest that came out on the NES and the Famicom were bad, but to me, this is where they really hit their stride oh, and yeah. kind of propelled the genre into through the PlayStation 1 era, the PlayStation 2 era. And then, you know, the PlayStation 3 slash Xbox 360 era was kind of a downturn for that style of game. Right. And now you're starting to see a little bit of a renaissance, quite of a renaissance mm-hmm. in RP, console RPGs. Yeah, you're seeing a little bit of a retro aesthetic <laughs> with it and I mean, turn-based stuff. What can you not say? We've talked about them, but Final Fantasy 4, a.k.a. Final Fantasy 2, mm-hmm. as it was originally released in the United States, and Final Fantasy VI, a.k.a. Final Fantasy III, as it was released in the United States. Yeah, life-changing games, honestly. Changed my trajectory as a gamer. Me too. That was when I became an RPG guy, when Mm -hmm. I became really focused on story, where I sought out games for a story as opposed to... I expected more. I expected more from a game. That's the best way I can describe it, is before Final Fantasy, I expected a certain thing, but after Final Fantasy, I expected... It raised the bar so much in my estimation that I just started being a lot more picky with the games I played. Me too. Me too. And I got into Final Fantasy by the time... I think I had my 64 by then. Mm-hmm. And this dude I went to the Boy Scouts with let me borrow four. 
he never let me borrow six. Yeah. He let me borrow Chrono Trigger, which we'll talk about next. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I emulated. I think I've played most, if not all, of the uh, American released JRPGs on the SNES through em- emulation, and even some for fan translated ones. But yeah, Final Fantasy four and six are great. Five is also great. We never got that initially in yeah, the United I never States, got that. but you can play it now. It's mm-hmm. real easy to get your hands on. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger was... Now, that I want to say that was also kind of maybe towards the... End. Towards the end. Yeah. Not, maybe, I guess. Later. Later in, yeah. this, in, the, in the life cycle, but just as good, and to me, cemented Square as like, like pretty much could do no wrong in my yeah. eyes at that point. I mean, you know, the different take on the combat Mm-hmm. where you had it was still turn based but then you could combine moves with your homies where yep. you could see the that enemies dope, in the, the map and like avoid them or attack them if you wanted mm-hmm. you know uh the different endings mm-hmm. so, so many, many endings, endings yeah. and things that would change the story time travel and how you would go and change stuff in the past and it would have just a masterpiece yeah i loved that game so much just a masterpiece Earthbound. You ever fuck with Earthbound? Didn't ever fuck with Earthbound, but I, I know that there's a lot of people out there who love that game. Uh, it was one of the first games that I played that showed me like, oh, you can do like a modern day story in a, a JRPG and it'd be really cool. Uh, I think we got to talk about it. Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a weird fucking direction yeah. for Mario uh, Nintendo to go with their Mario characters. But it worked amazing it really worked yeah and the fact that that game is not easier to get like meaning it i don't think it is on the switch oh, i was gonna service. ask i don't I, think it is be worth a play it's been a yeah. long time but that was a good um, one amazing uh harvest moon gets its start yep never played that love it secret um, of mana secret where we of mana. Dip, dip back over to square again real quick and that yeah. was one we used the tap for yeah because uh, you could play co-op mm-hmm. i never got to play secret of mana co-op and I still love that game. I can only imagine playing it with someone else. Yeah, I I did once, and I, I we we played through the game. Me and my buddy, the one who had the Genesis, down the street, and it was it remains one of my favorite gaming memories. Cause, yeah, because it's more of an action RPG. Yeah, it's an action it's mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. but still got a good RPG progression system. Yeah, yeah great music, great music, the, the usual square. This excellence. is where I like you know before this video game music would st- get stuck in my head. Right. But this is where I started like seeking out like, oh, do they make soundtracks for these? Like with Final Fantasy games and shit like that. Right. Um, a game that never came out here, but there was a fan translation that I played. Um, and it is a phenomenal fucking game. And I think you can get it now. I think they've re-released it at least once on like maybe the Nintendo handhelds was Dragon Quest V a killer fucking game mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, this is where Star Ocean gets its start Star Ocean the first one comes out here another neat game never played that one but I do remember it being released um, you know a sci-fi RPG mm-hmm. that's where I was like oh okay <laughs> I think I was probably just all about fantasy at yeah, that point. yeah. Um, Breath of Fire did you ever play any of those played a little bit of the first one and I, I dug it okay but I, it didn't keep me through to the end Breath of Fire 1 is fun enough it's you know its whole conceit is the main character can turn into a dragon. Right. Breath Pretty of Fire cool. 2, though, really good. Really good. Really good. Um, did you ever play Lufia? One or two. I remember Lufia as well. I want to say I did play that. I rented it one weekend, I think. 
Uh, once again, the first one's okay, kind of almost bog standardy. Mm-hmm. Two is really good. Did you ever play Tactics Ogre? Yes, that was one that was really at the end of the Super Nintendo yeah. and life it, cycle. Am I wrong? Is that wasn't that sort of a bit of a precursor to Final Fantasy Tactics? I think so. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit. It was it was made by Atlas. I feel like maybe. Tactics Ogre, and then that guy maybe went to work for I can't remember. Then they somehow the same I think the same people published Demon Souls maybe to, in the future the same people maybe who published Tactics Ogre oh I'll have to look into that for them um, and then the other one I want to bring up is Shadow Run I remember Shadow Run too that one was a weird one it was it yeah. was not a it's not a JRPG mm-hmm. but I remember going into the comic book stores and seeing Shadow Run source books because Shadow One Run was a a pen and paper mm-hmm. RPG series cyberpunk yeah, yeah. And cyberpunk and, and like. You know, I don't know if you remember those RPG books. Um, they still kind of are, but back in the day, them shits were expensive. Yeah. They I were mean, out of a Hall's Burkhardt's budget if he was saving for an SNES. And I wanted them so bad. Yeah, too. and I would just go in there and look through all the cool artwork and stuff. Um, and so when I saw Shadowrun for rental one day, I was like, ooh. And it's it's kind of like a um, cyberpunky, futuristic story. Really cool. I got... Um, the two newest Shadow Run games on Steam mm-hmm. and a sale, and I've never played them. <laughs> them Steam sales will sneak up on you. I know. Ass. Well, you probably paid like, like ten cents. Yeah, per game or whatever. <laughs> I really want to try them because I have a lot of good memories about Shadow Run. And these are just ones that, like, I was sitting on the toilet this morning and thought of. There's way more, but these were all the the RPGs that popped out to me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's good. Um, I feel like it really kind of prepped me well with the final fantasies the chrono triggers secrets mm-hmm. of mana that kind of thing for the next big step that would take with final fantasy 7 to me the holy trinity of super nintendo rpgs at least u.s released is final fantasy 4 6 and chrono trigger yeah like if i have to pick three it's definitely those you know yeah. and and you know i like a lot of these other games but those are like the the pinnacle and everything else just falls slightly to way below right. it. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, that was the problem. That's like when I said there was games that I discovered. I discovered Final Fantasy, and then there was kind of like a post yeah. Final Fantasy moment. Like mm-hmm. all those other games that you just mentioned, I remember being like, "It's not as good as Final Fantasy." It's not. And I and then I would kind of lose a little interest, you know. You know that kind of carries over today for me sometimes <laughs> when I play a JRPG where I'm like. Why am I not just playing a Final Fantasy game? Right. I know. Yeah, I feel that sometimes. I'll start a book and be like, you know, this makes me think that I should go read this other much better book (laughs) I like to read. So it's time, buddy. All right. So um, I'm going to insist on doing two favorites. One fighting game and one non-fighting game. I mean, look, so your I'm, favorite fighting game is my favorite fighting game. <laughs> I'm picking Street Fighter 2, of course, but I'm picking the middle child turbo hyper fighting. Okay. As opposed to look, Street, Street Fighter I'm 2. I'm going to go along with you on this, too. <laughs> that was the one that gave you the bosses without having to do the janky game genie. Yep. Let you jack up the speed so you could play it. Like, once you played it, like, anywhere above, like, four stars, no going back yeah. to the old Street Fighter. And that then, first Street Fighter slow. It's very World slow. Warrior, slow, cool but slow. With that said, life changer. Yeah. But the my ultimate favorite game on the Super Nintendo. Do you want to take a crack at it? Give me. Th- I'm going to do three guesses. Okay. 
Super Mario World. No. Super Metroid. Yes. That's it. Second guess, baby. Second guess. You nailed it. Yeah, that one, to me, even holds up the best of all of them, um, aside from maybe even the Final Fantasies. But, like, I feel like Super Metroid doesn't get bogged down in, like, the way it tells the story sometimes, right? Like, the story in Metroid is told through the environment, through sounds. It's not done through walls of text. And I always loved that about it. The game itself was just so solid. It has got atmosphere for fucking yeah, days, it's that game. Probably my favorite soundtrack. There's just too many reasons to list why that one is and always will have a place in my top. Three guesses. Mm-hmm. What do you think mine is? <sighs> so, Final Fantasy VI? Nope. <laughs> Did we, we... Yeah, we definitely talked about it. Let's see. Um, Super Mario All-Stars? Nope. Okay. Hmm, I'm probably not going to get this one. You're going to... All right, well, no, I'm not going to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Zelda, Link to the Past. Nope. Okay, what is it? Final Fantasy Four. Oh, you went with four. Look, I, I'm very surprised. I know six is the better game. Mm-hmm. I know six probably has the better story, has the better characters. Get, it hits some emotional depths. It's got the cool fucking Magitek armor, the opening of six, the music <laughs> of six. Kafka. I, I know... It is the better game. But Final Fantasy Four is what introduced me to JRPGs. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know like, what I mean? You're not going to get an argument from me. I, I... It's like, I, it's once, once again, like how I say, you know, uh, this is my favorite, but I recognize that this Final Fantasy Four is not even my favorite Final Fantasy game, but it's my favorite game on the SNES because it's what? broke the seal yes yeah, yeah and like, from that day that i popped that into my super nintendo sat on my grandmother's shag carpeting playing in a giant wood paneled not even giant probably 20 inch tv and played till like three in the morning it has affected the rest of my life i know i've been chasing that ever since and sometimes i get it sometimes i get it better but final fantasy 4 that's it's crazy it. how sometimes something so profound like that happens and you're not even aware of it in the and, moment. In the moment, no. No, and then you think about it years later and you're like, oh shit, that's when I had my first heroin. Because yep. I can literally, just like you described to the where I was sitting on our red carpet in front of our TV, it wasn't wood paneled, but it was just sitting there. Uh, the sun was down, my mom and my sister were out ice skating and my father was off on deployment, had the house to myself. And it was just me and you Cecil. and Cecil and fucking oh, the crew, buddy. Cecil Booney Bard. Cecil became a paladin that first night. And, I mean. What a moment. Steve Cecil became a man in so came. many ways. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. What you should do should email us and let us know what your favorite game on the SNES is. At HighPotionPod at gmail.com. Uh, and follow Steve at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Please get your uh, your iTunes reviews in so we can give away another gift card. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.